I'm Jakob Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created to boost businesses in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In this episode, we're chatting about bags, we're chatting about recycling plastic, how to turn a hobby into a business, and why rebag is the only way to shop from here. I'm joined by Regine Leroux, uh, founder of Rebag. Uh, Regine, uh, Regine, very welcome. Thank you so much. Appreciate the opportunity to chat to you this morning. So um, let's start with a little bit of uh, background about you. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you for um, the chat this morning. My name is Regine LaRue. And yeah, the Rebag Reuse Initiative was actually born out of lockdown. Um, during lockdown, we were all forced to go back to our old hobbies and crocheting and knitting was mine, mainly to keep me awake in front of the TV and to snack less. Um, But I also wanted to try something new. I mean, wool is something that you normally use to crochet with. And one morning when we were allowed to go jogging, there was this six-pack wrapper blowing in the wind. And something just said to me, and something reminded me from years ago, I remembered housekeepers and nannies making these beautiful rugs out of checkers bags. And I thought, okay, there has to be a way to cut it and to let's, let's see if we, I can't do it. Oh, I went through so many plastic bags. It wasn't a success at all. Um, but then when I kind of figured out how to cut the plastic um, and how to crochet with it, it was quite magical. Um, and it's wonderful to be able to keep the plastic out of landfill, to keep it, from the side of the road and to be able to make something practical that you can use it from. Um, So during this time as well, because I had so many (laughs) woolen bags, um, I found a local small little market, the Lions Market on a Sunday and just went there and also realized, you know, I think most people are over crochet bags. (laughs) But what was magical about that interaction was I met a lady by the name of Maureen who's a very talented lady when it comes to clay and all things creative. We chatted and, and, you know, life pretty much continued when we were allowed to get back into the normal world again. And a couple of months later, she said to me, would I mind going to teach ladies at the Heart by Harbor how to crochet? She remembers seeing me crocheting at this market, and she's got a group of ladies that's quite interested. I said, absolutely not a problem. And during this time, I'd also refined how to to cut and to crochet the, the plastic um, a little bit more, specifically bread bags. They you, they work really, really well. Okay. And when I showed it to the ladies, I could see they had a bit of a dim view about this whole exercise. <laughs> but <laughs> they picked it up incredibly quickly. Um, and then I also asked Maureen whether she didn't perhaps know somebody that would be able to help cut the plastic. Because something that's so incredibly frustrating is once you get going with the crocheting is to then to stop and then to cut it. It, it really just, it breaks your speed. So um, I asked her, she didn't, you know, if somebody can just help us to cut it. And she said she had a cousin. Um, but it took some time to get it from the cousin. But the other day I was chatting to Seta. Seta is the lady who, who does a lot of our cutting. She said she remembers getting those two bags full of bread bags. And she just thought to herself, what on earth, you know, Maureen, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> so, so when you say the cutting is that so that you can, you can keep on crocheting, you, you're cutting it in a smaller size or something like that. Yeah. 
So okay. you basically cut it into strips um, so that you can, so it's manageable to to use it as as, as part of the crochet. Okay. But one of the, the heartwarming stories with with Seta, she hadn't been employed for three years, and they get paid a, a, a small amount um, for for doing the cutting because we're still trying to get our feet off the, the the ground and to just see how the whole process works. So basically, for every um, 10 bread bags that she would get paid five rand for argument's sake. So, I mean, it's not a huge amount, but it's five rand more than you had at the beginning of the morning. So um, she said, okay, let me just cut these two bags. And then when she got that 10 rand, she realized I can put five rand towards this and actually tonight from my work, put bread on the table. And then she realized the more she cuts. And then last month she said, she had said, in this ho- this last week, I had made the, m- the amount of money that I had up to now just with cutting bread and being uh, bread bags and being able to actually look after my family. And it's just those small things. It's just that what makes it heartwarming. You just think it's a silly plastic bread bag, <laughs> but it actually has, has such a big impact at the end of the day. Um, so let's jump on to that. So um, let's talk about Rebag. What is what is Rebag as a as a business? What does it do? So it's a, it's part of Reputation Matters, which is the um, the company that I run. We manage and measure reputations. It's our corporate social investment leg of our com- of our company. Um, looking after the community in which we work and in which we live is incredibly important for us. Um, so just as a bit of background as well, about two years ago, I was very involved with the computer center here in Hart Bay because that's, that's where I live. And I like to see how can I get involved with uplifting the community. So with this computer center, it was wonderful to be able to do things. But then lockdown happened, load shedding happened. And I just realized we need, I need to actually look at doing something that doesn't need you to be involved face-to-face with somebody and that you can actually make a living for yourself to somewhat just with a crochet needle. Everybody can do with a little bit of extra pocket money. How can we do that? So with Rebag Reuse is we're encouraging the community to keep all their empty bread bags, but actually any clean, soft plastic for us. We have different drop-off points. Then we cut that into strips, and then I've got eight ladies who then repurposes these plastic strips into shopping bags. Um, so we have shopping bags and we have beach bags, and they're actually brilliant for oh. taking to the beach because it doesn't matter if they get wet. It doesn't matter if there's sand in them. Um, I use mine actually for everyday use, <laughs> um, and they, it's incredibly sturdy. So – um, the main thing at this stage is to see and find ways. What can we repurpose? It's it's not it's not a new um, it's nothing new. As I said, nannies and housekeepers years ago were doing this, but I think it's now also an opportunity to breathe breathe life into this skill because I think a lot of people might have lost the skill or not know how to crochet and knit it, how to knit yeah, the skills that we so. learned when we quite young. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And then, and then, where do you sell um, uh, these products that you guys make? Currently, people can have a look on um, Instagram, and our handle is re.bag.re.use. 
Um, and we also have a Facebook page, re.bag.re.use.re.recycle. Uh, um, it's a bit of a mouthful, but all the others were taken. Um, and we have a, the, the best is to look at the products that we have there and then to send me a WhatsApp um, on 083. 3021528 to organize delivery. We have um, Earthworks, the, the Roots Farm Shop at Earthworks in Hard Bay that are supplying our bags at the moment. But the big thing at this stage, I mean, it's still a very, very new initiative, mm. is to look at better distribution. How can we actually, where can we distribute this? Because my other there's this, there's a, it's a two-edged sword. Um, we've had some people that buy it for gifts and take it overseas, which is great. But I'm very mindful of then couriering it somewhere and we, you, kind of <laughs> saving uh, yeah. the plastic from the environment. But our carbon footprint is going to be massive. So my big, big vision is to actually have little um, spots across South Africa, ultimately Africa, where we have these hubs teaching ladies, our men, my dad used to crochet and knit quite a lot, mm-hmm. um, and to cut, to have these hubs to, to turn plastic into usable items so that, um, yeah, so that we can, this, it just ticks so many boxes on that front. Well, I, I really like the concept that, um, you, you know, you've almost, uh, in, in a process of commercializing, um, uh, an initiative that, that, there's two very important things. Um, try and try and reuse some of the the plastic that we just waste every day, and then also create uh, real opportunities for people. You know, you know, throughout the communities. I, I really think it's a it's a very interesting concept. Um, and then who, who would you say are your are your typical customers? We've seen unfortunate and very, very happy. And fortunately, we are seeing more tourists coming to Hart Bay. <laughs> so that's definitely a key. Locals are supporting us as well. Um, and then a big focus for us, are we, are, we are actually seeing quite a bit of corporate interest who would ah. like their as a corporate gift at the end of the year. And what you're doing for a company at the moment, besides our logo, is we've printed when we do a printer logo, we actually print it on a on a, an old T-shirt. So everything in that bag is reused. We're printing their logo to put on the bag as well. Oh wow! So that's definitely a key audience for us too. Okay, well that and that's uh, that's exactly the market that we typically speak to. So yeah, I I, I love that as an idea. Um, how long does it take to to learn how to how to do this? It doesn't take too long. Um, I suppose it's, it's, it's just practicing. It's being able to see the basics and then starting off slowly with a, with a, a single crochet and then a double crochet and just, um, it, you just have to be patient. I think patient, like having to learn a new skill, um, is just to take it one little step at a time. So for example, we've now just really sussed the bags. Our next mission is to learn, um, and to refine our skill on how to make a hat. So we're making sun hats at the moment. Um, See, it's not a difficult skill at all. Um, And once you have it, I mean, the world's your oyster with with what you can do with it. But it is a time-consuming exercise. It takes about a day to make a shopping bag, and that doesn't include cutting the the, um, plastic. So it it is a time – there's a lot of time that goes into making one bag. And then, um, uh, can I ask how much, um, does, does a bag go for? How much would, would a bag cost? Uh, 
Sure. So the shopping bags are 250 Rand. Your beach bags are 350. We also have an exclusive metallic bag, which we make from those old VHS video um, tapes. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yes. Um, and that's absolutely magical as well. We've got a little evening bag for 250 Rand and then a larger one, um, also shopping bag size, and that's 500 Rand because that's our exclusive range. Um, and somebody's just bought one very recently for her book club to take to her book club in the evenings. Um, so, yeah, so, so the, 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 the reason why we actually also can't compete like with the Woolies bag or a checkers bag is a portion of the sales goes to the lady that cuts it. It goes to the person that crochets it and a portion goes to a local charity as well. So for mm. example, Noah, who is the neighborhood old age home in Woodstock here in Cape Town, they have a feeding scheme and they keep all of their bread bags for us. So once a week I go and collect that and all the, the bags that we sell from those bread bags, a portion then gets donated back to Noah. So we want to see how can we distribute it so that everybody can benefit from it in some way. Um, and that, that was my other question. In, um, I assume uh, the, to, to get access to the bread bags is, is, is probably also quite important for you? Yes, it is. Um, so fortunately, the community of Hartbar absolutely incredible. We have a local drop-off point in the form of Fiddlesticks, who's the haberdashery here in Hart Bay. We have very, very kindly said that we can uh, be a, they will be a drop-off for us. Um, but I have a number of retailers that said, unfortunately, you know, they get a lot of um, requests for everything to be collected there, but they do keep the bread bags for me. So once a week I do a bread bag run and I oh, go to all okay. the different shops and they um, keep it for me. Um, and then, yeah, then I do all the, the um, you yeah, know, just putting it into different color codes and then, Sending it off to the to the cutters. When when you talk about this, uh, it reminds me of when I was at school many many years ago. We used to have uh, projects like this where we collected, uh, you know, old milk bottles or plastic mm -hmm. bags or stuff like that. So it sounds like uh, I'm not sure how those things work in in modern day schools, but uh, it sounds like that can be a very very nice, uh, let's call it, community project for for many of the schools. Because I mean, everybody eats bread. Um, and the bag has to go somewhere, you know, so it sounds like an interesting opportunity that. Absolutely. I just want to add to that. You've just um, reminded me of something and which I'm very grateful for. We've actually have Kroenendal Primary School that's collected extensively for us. Um, and there's two other schools that are actually working it into their curriculum for next year to collect soft plastic for us as part of their um, environmental courses and classes and things that they're doing. So at some point, I would love to do some kind of a school competition. Um, oh, but yeah, that definitely awesome. where that needs, yeah, that's where it needs to start is the education at home as well. So, and then when they can actually see it turns into a bag that you can use, it's, it's pretty. Cause I mean, if you look at plastic, I mean, I've never been excited by plastic at all and all an empty bread bag, but when you actually see the final pro um, products, it's absolutely magical. And it's like you say, I, I mean, um, I take even, even myself, um, you, you know, over the years, how much money you spent on, on the, like you said, the check, checkers or the Woolies bag. Um, you, you know, to have something that's, that's permanent and gives back into the community and as well for the environment, it, it's literally like a no brainer. 
Because mm-hmm. one of the things we often get asked is, for example, can we use a Willy's or a checker's bag? Yes, we can, but I want to put a but in there. If the bag is already that does have a purpose, then continue using it for that. It breaks my heart to actually cut up a bag that that's fully functional. Yes, so I, I would rather, um, if if it can't, if you can't use it, if it's torn and if it's absolutely by all means, <laughs> send that our way. But but let's use um, things that we have for as long as we can. Because I think, you know, I think we live in a world where things can be replaced too quickly or too soon and we we can actually reuse things for much longer than than we do normally definitely and that, that goes back to that education education story that you that you spoke about um um regina um regina how many um uh, bread bags goes into making a bag and it's between 30 to 50 bags depending wow. on the ladies who, but yeah, minimum 30. Okay. Um, goes into one bag. It, it depends on the, uh, the tight, how tightly the ladies crochet or the style of crocheting. But yeah, the one, one lady, there's a blue bag that you'll see on the Instagram page. That's 50 bags. Wow. Five zero. Okay. That's been saved from landfill. And then, and then I assume the, uh, uh, the, the, the rebag, uh, it's quite sturdy and it's probably going to go for almost forever. It's so incredibly sturdy. As I say, I use mine pretty much for everything. But if anything does, I mean, obviously, if you're going to put it over an open flame, it's going to melt. So yes, yeah. Being, <laughs> if, if it does get broken from wear and tear, we will gladly fix it at no additional cost for anybody who's invested in their bag. And we will definitely see how best to fix it. Oh, that's we amazing. want that bag to rather be reused forever. So um, what would you say are the biggest hurdles that uh, the business faces on a daily basis? At this stage, we want to just see how can we refine the processes because it is a quite a labor. Okay, the, 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 besides the crocheting and the cutting of it, it's just to see how to streamline in terms of getting the plastic because currently we have a number of drop-off points and then it has to be put into different color, you know, colors and so forth. Um, so I think just the the, and <laughs> the other. Um, minor, minor stumbling block or just takes a little bit of un- unnecessary time is when we don't get clean, um, clear plastic because uh. we can actually use um, uh, what you call it, frozen veggie packets. But okay. it, it really would be quite helpful if it's just rinsed okay. <laughs> before we get that. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm all for doing things as simply as, as and easily as possible. So it's just to see how can how best can we streamline our processes. Okay. Okay. Outstanding. And then, um, so I always um, sort of um, end off the the show by saying, um, you know, it's it's easy to talk about it, but we've got to find the mechanism to make it real. So, um, how can how can our listeners how, how can I help? Um, I think first of all, being willing to perhaps um, buy a bag or two for Christmas gifts. Uh, yeah. For corporate gifts at the end of the year, um, I think that would definitely because we have a number of um, no, it's 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 all good and well to get the plastic, which we really appreciate. So if people do have soft 
clean, soft, empty plastic for us, please do keep that for us. And Hirsch's Home Store in Milnerton and then also Gauteng, because that's the next one where we are looking at starting, have also offered to be drop-off points for people that, that are in the northern suburbs, that are in Gauteng. Um, so do separate your, your, your clean, keep your bre- empty clean bread bags for us. But then also, it also would be very, very pretty much appreciated um, to get some purchases of these bags, um, especially ahead of Christmas for, for some excellent Christmas ideas. Okay, so we're basically saying to people they must go to your Instagram and Facebook page and, and from a corporate perspective, uh, let's buy some bags. I hope you've got stock. Yes, absolutely. And we can also customize the colors. Okay. If you have a specific color that you need, we can definitely um, make a plan. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much for today. I, um, it's, um, I'm actually getting uh, goosebumps by uh, just thinking about the amount of energy and good work that's going in here and it, and it, and it actually does well for our communities and for the environment. Uh, we need a lot more of this and, and this is, I think, smack bang in the spirit of, of what we're trying to do boost is, is, is get business like yours off the ground and, and, um, you know, viable. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support and the opportunity. Really, really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you very much. I think, uh, yeah, I think you need a, you need a medal for all of the energy and the work that goes in. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's a, at, at least it's, uh, for me, it's, so, it's something very good that came out of uh, lockdown and COVID. So, um, yeah, I think you, you're doing good work. Thank you, uh, Regin. Thanks for listening to Unbundled Boost, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember, you can listen to all the episodes on the Cliff Central app and website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. If you want to know more about Catalytic, make sure to visit catalytic.co.za.